show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. This is an episode of the Hive With Us podcast. We have a special guest with us, Andre Hatchett, and of course, my co-host, Anthony. Um, this, uh, this is a person from our mastermind that we're in, and he's amazing. He's great for accountability. He's just great for entrepreneurship. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of different subjects. We kind of play these on the fly, and these conversations go in any direction. So I hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. So first question I want to ask you is, I, I, I heard an interview with you recently, and you said that you've been an entrepreneur for like 10 plus years, but you had to go back to the nine to five at some point. Can you tell us a little about your entrepreneur experience? Yep. Yep. So hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Brother Dre here. So I've been out of the full-time workforce. I'm now 39. I've been out of the full-time workforce since I was 27. At 20, I left at 24. Then I have to go back at 25-ish, 26-ish. And then I've been out ever since then. Um, I had to go back because I wasn't making my business at the, at the time I was focusing on loan closings for, for my notary company and bank stopped lending abruptly, like, like a halt. I was doing like three, $500 a day on a good amount of days out the week to one call every three days. And I was like, damn, and at the time I was in a relationship and the woman who I was with had a child who I was uh, catering to as my child. So I just, you know, I'm just not the, I'm not the broke guy in general in life, but I'm not the broke guy who got a girl and a kid. I'm definitely not that guy. So I had to go back to the workforce. Um, but then like we had split up after that and I have like my money with, with, with my business again. So I was able to leave. Awesome. I think, I think one of the things about entrepreneurship is that a lot of people are like, if I quit my job, I never have to work a nine to five ever again. <laughs> like sometimes reality hits ideally you. yeah yeah man life is real man uh the best thing you could do as an entrepreneur is to have some form of pivot and flexibility and and listen it, it, sometimes it's not worth it to hold out sometimes it is worth it to hold out right but sometimes it's not and now we're at a day nowadays we have the gig economy uber uber Eats, so 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 there are all kinds of ways to to get it without going back to the full-time workforce but, uh, but I'm adamant against being broke. It, 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 it's not good for the soul. So get money coming in. Yeah, I got you. I, I, think, I think what's cool about your niche, can you tell us a little about your niche or your background? Let's say if nobody's heard you before today, what, yeah. can you give them your, uh, your 30 second? Sure. All right. So my niche is I am a mobile notary pioneer and veteran, 16 years in the industry, uh, was one of the early adapters. So basically in a nutshell, I used to go to people's homes and notarize documents, power of attorneys, wills, loan closing, et cetera. On a low end, I was paid $80 higher end per appointment, as much as $1,000 or $1,500, depending on what the services they needed. I now middleman out most or all of the jobs that I perform for my company. And I started teaching it online in 2015. Uh, we had 20, 200 students who enrolled at $100 a pop. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm going to do this. And, and one of the best compliments that I got that I was able to take something that seems complex and make it simplistic. And, and we've been rocking and rolling it ever since. So I, th- I think one of the coolest things is that I never heard of mobile notary as a thing till you. Like, yeah, you're definitely yeah. the pioneer. And it's kind of it's kind of cool, like, like, how, what does it feel like paving new paths that no one's been down before? I'll tell you, when you're doing it, it's not fun. Because entrepreneurship wasn't that popular when I was a little bit younger, right? Even in my early 20s, especially as a Black man, it just wasn't that popular. Like, you're going to quit your job? Like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. So I was laughed at a lot. Like, laughed at by my friends. That actually hurt. I right? <laughs> want to get over that. Uh, 
but they apologize and they and and, and they look out for me now. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so it sucks when you're doing it. But at the time, I was making a hundred bucks a day and I had a job. So how low do you guys think of me? You guys think I can't outdo this on my own? That's what it's really saying. Like you can't outdo this. Well, I did it. So at the time, it was tough, but I knew the potential with the industry, and it was simple. I I need simple. I I can't do complex with anything. I need simple. I could scale it. I could scale any. I could scale a lot of things, but I need it to be simple. So now it feels good. Even some people don't know my name. They call me the notary guy if I see them on the street, uh, <laughs> which I'm totally fine with. Like I'm fine with known for what I known for what I do. So it feels good now. It feels good, and I've been able to carve a lane and help a lot of people carve their lane and i'm known for something positive so i like it hey man i got a question right here yes brother um we uh, i guess we we built a, biz- a business model based on community and helping one another yeah right and, and a lot of people say that right because they try to sell fake uh i guess compassion or whatever for mm-hmm. for other people and they say yeah we just want our people to win but like we really want our people to win I know, I see it. Yeah, thank you so much, man. That's kind of the focus of what we look at. Um, So I think we feel like building a team is everything. That's where we come from. It's what's important to us. Um, Nurturing and growing with the people around you, uh, making sure that they're winning. You know, what can I do to improve this guy? So that, again, so we can do some deals together. We can help each other out. It creates a lot of synergy. And then you can help the people standing behind you. I can help the people standing behind me. Mm-hmm. So for yourself, man, like you're, you're in the mastermind, you're connected, you know, you're giving, you, you jump in on, on podcasts with us, teaching us, spending time with us, giving us your time and energy. Um, what would you recommend for, for building relationships? Like how do you approach building relationships and how do you see that they're valuable in your business model? Relationships are everything. Everyone says it, but it, it's, it's the real deal. So here's the, here's the thing with, with when you compound mastery with relationships, you get infinite money, right? Cause you master something, right? So yeah, I know you guys for land and software. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you do other stuff, but I know you you guys have mastered buying land from owners directly most times, right? And how to build a badass software company and a community. When you're when you've mastered what you've done, you instantly stand out from the pack. You're you're in a league of your own, air quotes of your own. That's mastery. But when, when you build in genuine relationships where, where people don't think that you're just trying to take that you're willing to give, that's how you're going to get a community. And that's infinite money. I was talking to a guy today. He's part of, uh, I have, I'm part of Charles's master group, I guess, as an uh, advisor employee. And then I have my own um, group as well. It, it's smaller, but I was talking to a guy today. Great guy. His name is Royal. Shout out Royal. Uh, oh, he, he actually hit you up. He, he's going to be interviewed with you guys. Right. And uh, he thanked me. He think, he think, he's, he pays me every month and he thanked me. That's a very powerful feeling. Someone's paying you and they're thanking you. But when you ha- implement mastery with caring and over-delivering, you're going to eat. And you're going to eat well. So the approach you guys have taken is very organic. It's not salesy, but it works. And, and that's how I live too. And Early, early, early on, people did do a lot of free stuff. A lot of free stuff. You do free stuff. You hop on this podcast. You teach, teach this webinar for free. You're on YouTube. Just go out, all out, and do some free stuff. Now it comes to a point where it has to stop. You can't do that. You can't do that forever. <laughs> but I have people who listen to my podcast who buy stuff. Who listen to podcasts from three years ago who are still buying stuff because I, I did all that free work and I'm still here now. So yeah, man. Um, it can't be overstated. It cannot be. So I, I've been thinking about this question for you because I, I feel like people have a greater purpose. And what is, what is your purpose that you want to leave on the world? Because I, I feel like you're already doing Deep. it now. But mm-hmm. what is your, like, you, you, you've already hit a level, but what's your next level as far as greater purpose? Deep. Because I see people like even uh, Rafaniel. He's teaching notary like this is dope. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like what 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 you started inadvertently has created other offsets and like what's what's what do you see the next step is like for my life? Thank you for that. Uh, I, I do feel like I'm living. I got a really good life. Yeah, and I'm not loaded financially, but I'm doing I you know twenty thirty a month at a side. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. You got some ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so financially, I, I feel I'm not done, of course, but yeah. I, I feel at peace financially. Uh, I feel like I have great friends like y'all. I feel like I have a great network. Um, my family's healthy. Mom is living straight. Dad just retired. Uh, I get a lot of love from people. I'm very thankful for the o- the only thing that's missing in my life that I don't have now is a wife and a child. Okay. So if I just didn't scale any more business wise, which of course I'm gonna, that's just who I am. But it, even if I just stayed where I am, and I had a wife, a great, if I was a great husband, or when I'm a great husband and a child, uh, I would be at total peace. I would total peace. And, and, and it's funny you ask me that. So I used to be someone who always thought about the future business wise and entrepreneurial um, wise. I, I, I stopped thinking so far ahead because what I'm doing currently is working really well. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to go further into what I'm doing. Maybe there's more streams of income from what I already have. So uh, I, I would like to get an apartment building. I don't know about next year, uh, hopefully next year, eight unit plus. And then, so I'll be 40 next year. Hopefully I can get married, uh, work on a child and uh, eight unit plus building. And then I'll figure out more real estate for the, for, for the next couple of years. But that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm really enjoying the moment. I was gonna say, man, uh, I, I would like to talk to you about like moving forward, growing a family and that kind of stuff. I just want to just re- mention real quick, uh, you know, buying an eight plex, buying real estate. A lot of times we do like the creative approach. So creative financing. I had somebody send me uh, two addresses today and they're willing to just hand me the keys to the house and say, do whatever you want with it. Oh, really? So yeah. Yeah. They're behind. So they're like, we're just probably going to let them go. So here you go. So wow. Only thing that happens with like a, you know, an empty lot in a neighborhood that nobody wants um, or a, or a duplex that I might be picking up pretty soon or two houses, but you can also do it with, with multifamily, um, you know, a commercial a storage, just whatever, anything. Um, it, it's all people are going through different transition and phases of their life. Yeah, so you, may, yeah. you, might, you might pick up a bunch of eight flexes. I could see you owning tons and tons and tons of apartments, man. So yeah, you're gonna rock it. Let's do it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And with y'all guidance, I I feel it can happen. So so let's cook. Okay, man. Happy to be masterminding with you about it. All right, let's do it. So I I, I like I like ever since we met Charles, we always like uh. We always like covering the affordability aspect of making your products mm. and we're huge on that. Can you kind of tell about the affordability, the reach you get by making it affordable and all the, everything that comes with that by making your products affordable? Yeah, I'm going to read you these numbers, right? So I had something going for 497 That was a little slower than I liked. I've still done about five grand from it. So it's not a loss, right? But I had something else, two other things that I was, that I dropped down to $95. And I run promos on the weekends. Last weekend, I did almost six grand. This weekend, this two weekends ago, almost six grand. This past weekend, um, uh, around five and change, right? Nice. When So thank you. When But here's the thing. It has to look more expensive. Then you drop the price. So if it looks good, and, and, and I have all five, I have one four, I don't know why someone gave me a four-star review, but I have all five-star <laughs> reviews. So 70 reviews, uh, 69 being five-star reviews. So I, I, I walk the walk. There is something. So one, you, you have to do less talking to sell. You have to do less talking to sell when it's cheaper. Um, and two, if you, if you, if you care about, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, if you, care about helping people i think it's good to do some lower tier stuff i do think you can do some higher tier stuff and still love people but you know like that's your thing and, and i don't think everything you do has to be lower price for it but it's easier to sell when it when it's worth a lot but you sell it for less yeah yeah with the racks and sales in quicker less conversation less communication to get the sale um, and everyone wins everyone wins so like you guys can have a conference next year, right? You guys can have a have a thousand dollar ticket on the conference. You can get a lot of people in there. But your 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 group monthly is affordable, right? So affordable stuff, expensive stuff. You can you can add it all in there and mix it up. But um, I have been killing it with this ninety five dollar weekend promo thing. I'm kind of I think I'm gonna do it again next week. <laughs> I think the end of the weekend, man. That's a beautiful Not weekend. Bad. Not bad, yeah, man. Jeez. 
I was on my day off. <laughs> no. <laughs> So we actually did a we actually did a promo last weekend and we had our biggest day. So before this past weekend, we had only we had five users coming in one day. We did a promo with a couple webinars and we brought in fourteen Thursday and wow. eight Friday. Congrats! And it ended up being like twenty seven percent of our new users came from that those two days. Webinars are key, man. They're gold, man. Uh, uh, you know the free webinars thing does one it gets you better at public speaking right so so you're able to express your product better because you're practicing more it gets people to feel for you so 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 they get to hear you as a human and see your expertise as a business person right so they get all that combined and if you drop the price down a little bit on the webinar it works it works. i don't know what why people don't do a free webinar this is insane to me <laughs> i gotcha so We've been we've been harping on our clients to create podcasts. Mm. Can you what what is your 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 soapbox that you stand on about podcasts? Because we've been trying to get it through our users' heads. I hope some of the users listening to this later on will maybe <laughs> get your point of view to start a podcast. Because we've been telling everybody start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast. Yeah. And what's your opinion on it? I um I don't think everyone should. I know you and Charles say everybody should. I do not think everyone should. Some people are, <laughs> it's not their thing. But I think a lot more people should. I think a lot more people should. One, that they, they, they have a voice. That's something to say. Two, podcasting is even as popular as it's gotten, it's still new. Most people do not listen to podcasts in the world. It's still fairly new. So you'll, you'll be an early adapter to an industry. Uh, my spiel that I say during our masterminds, it's like having a, a, a walking, living commercial. That's 24-7. So you're able to sell without being salesy. Um, you're able to help people highlight their own story, uh, which if you have an affiliate system, it, it can turn into revenue as well. Um, and, and people get to see you. People buy from people they see and, and, and they like. And it's fun. It's actually a lot of fun. I, I didn't know it'd be so much fun, but I, I, I started doing it. I was like, man, this is a lot of fun. Then I started doing in-person podcasts. It's like a show now. So everybody know, but yes, a lot more people should. Um, it will turn into sales. It will turn into sales. And it's it's really cool. So I, I told Anthony early on, is like, we have to record everything day one because we're living in the, in the digital age. So I told yeah. him we have to record everything. So we recorded everything and we sandboxed all these episodes of podcasts. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be used for a podcast, it's going to be used for a podcast, it's going to be used for a podcast. So I think when we launched our podcast, we had like 60 episodes pre-recorded. And uh, I told Anthony after we did this for so long, I'm like, I really enjoy podcasting. Like this, this, this is, it's not like, I, I, you mentioned like Daniel hop on anybody podcast. I'll have any on this podcast. It's not really that I'm trying to like, I enjoy, I really enjoy doing it. And it turned into like, it, I, I didn't think I would ever love this stuff, but I love it. Like I, I like having That's conversations with individuals and I like having just, just like, we just hit the recording and started like, there's no like, Hey, we're gonna cover this, this, and this. You have to get 30 seconds to talk. And I'm like, no, forget that, man. It's all out the window. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. And you will get on anyone's podcast. You will uh, quickly too. Like I'll do it. Like I, I respect that about you. <laughs> like I will sign up. Where's the link? Where's the calendar? Like, let's do it. I think it's part of the connections, right? Being connected yeah. to other entrepreneurs. There's a law, I think it's like the law of three, law of 33, something like that where it says you want to spend one third of your time with the people that are behind you, right? Like that need help. They need a leg up. So they need help. So like mentees, right. As a mentor. And then you spend time with people that are on your same level that are kind of having the same business challenges and life challenges that you are and how that pertains to your business and your personal life. And then also people that are above and where you want to be. Right. So I think podcasting with anybody kind of puts you in that environment. It keeps you true to that because there's really no way to vet the person uh, that you're about to interview and when you come up with these masterminds like this hive like this mm -hmm. you just connect energy with other people and maybe you'll help them work through something maybe they'll start to see something different or maybe somebody watches this video right on youtube and they're like oh shoot i need to connect with these people because they are where i where i'm going uh, or i mean they're they kind of are they are where i am or they're they are where i'm headed so i love that part of it man recording yeah, yeah. like your life in history it's a cool thing um and, 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 you get to learn a lot from your guests. You get to learn. You got to learn tons from your guests. It, it it does. I can't think of one negative for podcasting. It's only upside. 
you know, one thing I think about a lot is uh, people struggle to create content, right? Mm -hmm. Because they want it to be flashy, cool. They want the production to be right. They have all this ego into it. So it's almost impossible to create content. Mm -hmm. And when you just get on with somebody like yourself, right? Like I said, that we're interested in people that are doing what we want to do. It's, it's for one, it's creating content out of thin air. Mm-hmm. And for two, you're, you're kind of recording your brand and your personality and history. Like mm-hmm. maybe your great grandkids or your great, great grandkids might watch this episode and be like, man, my pops was cool. He's the one that built all this. Stuff. Yeah. But there's yeah. no other way that he would have got to know who you are if we're not recording this type of content. So I love like leaving back my mark in history, like kind of like cave writings. That's what I really love about podcasting. It's, yeah, it's dope. And you get to repurpose the content. So yeah. uh, I have the stuff that I sell, but having a podcast, accessible the podcast, I'm able to post without selling for those posts. It, it's just organic. Come get this knowledge. Come check out this clip. And when I'm selling, it just gives a good balance w- yeah. with everything. So yeah, yeah man, I'm with you. People are coming on board from these videos. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I was I'll actually. I was gonna say, you can go to plug your podcast since we're talking about podcasts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's called the oh, Hatchet's no. Way Podcast. The Hatchet's Way Podcast on uh, Apple and on YouTube. The Hatchet's Way. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get some links at the bottom in the show notes, man. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We'll get your Hive link under there, too, in case somebody Hive, wants to yeah. join your Hive team. Let's yeah, do it. Man, uh, yeah, they, you'll just click on the link below this video and then you'll automatically be on with Hatchet. We'll still train you and help you, but yeah, you'll be on the men's team so we can all run it together. Love it. What was your question, Anthony? Sorry, I interrupted you um i'll get it back here in a little bit i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> right, i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you i'm full of questions I, i've been looking forward to this interview just because i i like talking to entrepreneurs that have a lot of experience just because they've been through some shit yeah yeah, yeah a lot yeah oh. you look flashy. <laughs> on instagram entrepreneurship looks real easy but I tell you what, once this camera goes off, I got some shit to do. <laughs> Man, dude, I would have killed for a $6,000 weekend or a month <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or a, a lot of periods of my life. Uh, and now I, I say it casually, like $6,000, $5,000. i am like, oh, shit. Like, that's, that's all right. <laughs> On a Sunday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lee, my good. God. That's good eating. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> there's there's a, a lot that goes into it, guys. A lot that goes into it. So a lot of people think entrepreneurship is an overnight success and like there's blood, sweat, and tears. There's not eating, eating beans. <laughs> like literally so riding, riding the struggle bus for a long time just to make it by. But yeah. I think, I think entrepreneurship, like people, people always say like, Oh, Charles blew up. Like all these people blew up. Like, no, Charles has been hustling for five years. Five, like, literally like five years. And like, for me, like people might think I'm overnight success. I've been an entrepreneur for four years. Mm-hmm. Anthony's been entrepreneur for 10 like all this stuff like we've been we've been at the we've been grinding the wheel for a long time <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it takes work and, and that's the thing that gets people and for some people it might take longer than that but I think it's, it's kind of like marriage uh, you, you, you guys are both married right yeah yep uh, uh, I was married and if I would have adapted this principle, it would have gone, I don't know if it would have worked out, but it would have gone better. Embrace the hardness. Don't try to avoid it. Don't try to skip around it. It's going to suck for a while. It's going to be crappy for a while. I think sometimes it gets, uh, relationships and business can be so glorified that when it stinks, you figure out, and I'm going to quit this. I'm just going to get somebody else and easier. But you're starting all over with and they're gonna hit roadblocks with them too and the business like same thing so if you can embrace the fact that it's gonna have these points because then you could work on ways to minimize them once they happen okay we're uh sales are slow let me look back into my entrepreneur until my click funnels or or, or my paypal see what, what i do when things go right okay we're beefing um Let's get the therapist on the phone for next weekend so we can figure these things out. So if you embrace it and say, I'm going to get through it, I'm also going to acknowledge it and work through it, it will be easier. But people hop in, they hop out, they quit, they stop. Just keep going and embrace the fact it's going to suck for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it definitely can suck for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're eating dirt for a while and you're like, man. Will it ever get better? <laughs> it does, man. I, I remember days, literally, 
um, I was I was eating. I remember eating pasta and sauce. And I'm not vegan. I'm not. I don't eat beef or pork though. Uh, but um, I, I couldn't afford the turkey meat, right? Like, like the ground turkey meat, which is like five dollars. I, I could not afford it. So it was literally pasta and sauce. And I, uh, I, I embraced it. I was like, this, this is what I asked for. I, I asked to be job free. Now I got to figure this thing out. Yeah. Um. So a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with being that person that motivates themselves because entrepreneurs, when you're a solopreneur, you have to be self-driven. Like once you quit quit your job, you got to go out there and do the work. If you ain't got no team, you got to, you got to, you got to make stuff happen. So what's, what could be a a motivator or driving force that you can tell somebody that's struggling with motivation and actually doing the work? So different people are motivated by different things. So I'm not every, I'm not an every day. I love entrepreneurship person. Uh, most days, most <laughs> days I am, but I'm not at every single second of the day. And sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I'm annoyed. But I always hate having a job. <laughs> You're laughing, right? So, so, so I wake up in a sweat sometimes, about three, four times a year thinking I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have those too. I'm like, I'm hey, sweat. I'm just looking around and in my dream, I'm like, I guess things got hard. Man, this is, well, I guess I'm back in my own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I wake so, up and I'm like, oh damn. Glad that was a nightmare. <laughs> so for me, the thought of having to go back is motivation. Some people might that might not be it. One of the best ways that now there are so many is to join a friggin' group of some sort. Join a group with positive people. You have some newbies, you have some veterans, and get, and get in front of a community. Or get a personal one-on-one business coach for your industry. That's one of the best ways to just avoid all this stuff and, and because you're going to, and here's the thing, right? Some, some people say, well, why would I pay that when I can motivate myself? Michael Jordan had a, had a personal trainer, the best basketball player ever, arguably. LeBron James has a personal trainer. And they have trainers outside of the trainers that the team gives them. So an extra level of training. The best thing to do, the best thing to do, uh, get with a team or a coach who will hold you accountable and who will keep you motivated. It's the simplest, most affordable way to stay in the game. That's, that's, Man, that's I love that. That's huge. I wish I would have learned that year one. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Same. I, will, I wish I would have too. Yeah. Huge, huge deal. Huge deal. Pay somebody, a group or something, join it and allow them to help you out. So I always laugh because my I, my webinar I did last week, I use points of conversations from different podcasts with different people. Just by having That's a conversation, it, en- it enlightened me on different like phraseologies. I steal stuff from from Charles all the time. He made a tweet is <laughs> like, uh, he said, "You need to automate before you delegate," or it was a auto, 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 automation beats delegation. And I'm like, "Dude, you automate before you delegate." Uh, I stole that. <laughs> <laughs> And like, and like i'm getting little catchphrases from different places and it's just mm-hmm. listening like a lot of mm-hmm. people like, oh they don't know. a lot of people they think they have like a chip on their shoulders like i can't learn nothing from that person but if you listen if you listen to everybody even peers people lower than you people higher than you if you listen you're gonna catch stuff from every direction and it's crazy because like I was like, when I, I did the PowerPoint last Thursday, and I'm like, oh, I got this from somebody in the mastermind. I got this from somebody in the mastermind. The title of this came from Charles. And I'm like, I did like five, six times. And I'm like, man, I'm really getting inspired just by the mastermind as a whole, just because. See that? And it, I, I did not know that you're one of the entrepreneur. Like, I didn't know. I was a solopreneur. I took everything on myself. And it was a lot more stressful just because you're, you're all in your head. Mm-hmm. All in your head. And I think one of the big things to mention for entrepreneurship is you got to keep your head straight. If you, if, you lose everything. It, if you lose it up here, you're going to lose it everywhere else. Man. <clears throat> and having, so like you could have a, a crappy week with your girl or with your man, a crappy week at work, a crappy week in business, but knowing you're going to be around people who haven't gone through your same crap that week, who you can unload with and just hear some positive success stories. That's, that's like therapy. It, it, it is a form of therapy, man. Yeah. Join someone's hives, Charles, everything. Join it, please. Hey, I, I know something we're doing too, man, for like the way that we've been hiving with people. 
like Daniel said, like he's the one that brought me into the Todd Capital Mastermind. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't need to do that. I'm good. I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I am one of those guys that I'm, I kind of don't like to learn from other people because I'm so busy mm-hmm. like doing what I'm, what I'm effective and good at that I kind of not to, like to get distracted because I like, I know if I keep chicken, chipping away at my one thing, I'm always making progress. Mm-hmm. But once I got into the mastermind, I'm like, this is amazing. And then they yeah. post yeah. 10 times a day. I'm like, man, I'll post 10 times a week if I'm lucky. <laughs> and then so now what I've been doing is I just like, if I see your content, like you posted a meme with a quote, I'm like, oh, that's dope. I screenshot it, throw it on Instagram stories, Facebook stories. I just bomb it everywhere. Rock out. And yep. then uh, next thing you know, other people are screenshotting my stuff and sharing it. It's like, we're just helping everybody. So I don't care if they go to your mastermind. I don't care if they go to Todd Capital. Like, I'm just trying to put you in front of my best connections at all times. So it's like an engine. You know, it is a hive. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, oh, everybody come to my mastermind. It's like, no, go to his, go to his, go to his. Man. And no matter where they end up, I see some people in Todd Capital now. I think we saw what Kim in there, Kimio popped in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, look at that. Now some of our friends are coming to other people's groups. And it's like, that's community. That's community man there's there's no benefit to hoarding people yeah there's yeah. literally not literally not the more people you're in front and that's the thing right uh if you can shake the lack of money out there mindset the better off you'll be there's no limit you just focus on mastery and being a, a good person mastery, mastery and being a good person that's my key that mastery being a good person is Showing up, Dan asked me to come here and come through. I didn't know I was getting free stuff. I got free stuff too. Like <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and when you, 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 you know, find me an Aplex or twenty. So you know, th- mastery. We're buying a building together. There, there we it's, go. It's going back there and we, forth, man. Yeah, it, it's a great thing, man. But um, never forget being a good person. Never forget mastery. Own up to your shit if you fuck up, mm-hmm. and life will be good. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, like you said, just focusing, I think, on being a good person. So a, a lot of stuff that we do, we do a lot of stuff for free, right? Even included in yeah. a person's subscription on the business side, helping people run numbers on deals that we're not going to benefit from. I'll get on the mm. phone and close a deal for somebody on a deal I'm not even participating in. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. If, we have a, if we have a buyer, we'll just toss it to somebody else. You know, like, hey, this guy, he's ready to buy now. That's what's uh, up. Yeah. One of my friends called me. He was buying an apartment complex and it was going to be two million bucks. And the deal exploded on the closing table. So he called me. He's like, yeah, I need to dump $2 million. So I just went right into the Hive Mind Inner Circle page and said, hey, who needs $2 million? So wow. I, I didn't ask what can I get for it, right? I just said, mm-hmm. like, who needs this money? Because my man has to move it, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking of that, you know, first things first. And then hopefully I get a little piece. Hopefully something good happens for me. And if it doesn't, we'll catch you on the next one. It, yeah. it always works out. That's the craziest yeah. thing about life. It always works out. That person might not look out, but someone's gonna quickly too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a cool environment to be in, man. Like you said, it's getting around people that are doing it. Some people need help. Some people are like doing the same thing you're doing, me and you buying buildings together. And then somebody else who's already been buying buildings for 50 years and he you know, takes you out for a steak dinner. Uh, yeah. I, I have a friend named Lance and we went to dinner. Dudes developed like 20, 25,000 acres uh, of like farm and ranch properties. And he cuts them up and flips them. He has wow. a, a, a mobile home factory that he built from the ground up. Oh. Um, so saying connected to somebody like that, Anytime somebody, like I have a, a dinner with like somebody uh, like yourself or any mentor, people that we've worked with and business with, I'm like, man, let me buy you a steak. Let me buy you a steak. I kind of branded yeah. myself through ribeyes, right? I'm, yeah. I'm trying, to, trying to buy everybody a steak. And uh, dude, it. he would not let me pay for him, man. He would not let me pay for him. And I said, hey, look, I want to I take this thing uh, nationwide. I want to buy and flip land all over the country. That's why we created the hive mind. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I could see that. He goes, and I know you're going to do it. He said, but get good in your own backyard. He said, become the very best person in your own backyard, he says, and it'll be easier to go into new markets. And then I agree with that. So that's what I'm focusing on. But also, like, I meet somebody like you that you're, you're clear across the country. And I say, hey, I just so happen to found an apartment complex down the street from you. You know, can you help me take it down? Can you go walk it? You know, that kind of stuff. And then we'll partner on the deal that way. So it's like we are in all markets already anyway, but it's still through that community, through the network, helping each other. Smart. Yeah. Smart way to live, man. Good way to live. Good way to live. And here's the thing also uh, um, about being part of a, a group. There's something that keeps you kind of humble mm-hmm. um, when you're above some people and when you're below some people. You always kind of want to have like a, a mentee and you always kind of want to have a mentor, right? Because you, you won't get too far low or too far high. And, and it does something good for the character, I believe. Hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, you know, one thing I noticed, I made a YouTube video about this. Uh, I'm Anthony Guyona Investments of YouTube, if, if anybody has, wants to check me out. But that's what I was talking about is that when you're constantly helping new people in the beginning, I didn't know why I was doing it. I just yeah. knew that when I was looking for the information, it was kind of hard to find. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start dropping these little nuggets on YouTube because that way if somebody finds my channel, like I'm teaching the people behind me. And uh, I felt like in a way, like I'm sharpening my own sword when I'm teaching a new person. Make sure you say this. Make sure you don't say that. File this yeah. document. Make sure you Bingo. don't step by step by step. And now by me teaching other people, I'm becoming a master myself. And the next thing you know, almost three years later, yeah, like I do have a little bit of mastery in certain niches in real estate. But I feel very, very like, um, I guess, trained, like seasoned because I've already been teaching so many other people. So let's say I've done 40 of my own deals, but I've negotiated on 100 more. Mm. Right? So I, I increased faster sharpening my own sword by helping other people. There we go. That's a win. Yeah, it's dope, man. It's a pretty good environment. I feel it. <laughs> I, feel like we're, I feel like we're running now. We have a lot to offer. So if you're if you're above us, below us, behind us, uh, if you are where we're headed, we're trying to buy like 50,000 minimum square foot uh, self-storage up to a million square feet anywhere in the country. So if somebody wants a JV with us on that, like, yeah, we're, 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 we're heading where we are as fast as we're, I mean, where we're going. We just want to take as many people as we can with us. Just bring everybody. Love it. Yeah. So, um, what, what is, have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur or was there a certain point in your life? Like, I hate this job. <laughs> no, I always want, as a kid, uh, I sold candy at school, sold lemonade, shovel snow. <laughs> yeah. I never want to take orders all day from anybody. Even when I was a kid. Now I did work jobs, but I always wanted financial independence and I did not want to be told what to do all day. So for me, it was always a, when can I leave the full-time workforce? It was never a, it was never a, uh, maybe I'll get a career till I'm 50 or 60. Nothing wrong with that, but I'd never had that frame of mind. <laughs> Ever, no, <laughs> even as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I think for, for, for me, it was just like, I knew I wanted to do entrepreneurship, but I didn't know what to do. So yeah. And I waited for my, my, my crossroads to make that decision. And I went all in. And a lot of people don't know when the best time to start is. And I think the best time to start is now. Like, yeah, you have time, you have time, time and knowledge against you. And I think especially when you're under 30, you have a lot more time to fuck up. True. Very true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. I get it out the way. Yeah. <laughs> get it out the way early. Um, start while you got a job because your job can help fund your business. If you hate your job, that's actually good because you'll be so so pissed off from the job you're actually gonna get some more effort and time into your business so perfect <laughs> time to start Heck yeah yeah get somebody get me out of here but it's you it's based on your own efforts how fast you can get out that's it that's it but you'll be ticked off from the bosses you're gonna hopefully put more effort into your business so it, <laughs> it can actually work out yeah <laughs> yeah that's good so um do you, I know, I know you're doing a lot of events. You're doing a lot of, uh, uh, speaking podcasts and stuff in Atlanta. Um, what, what are you taking? Are you in like high level masterminds more than, are you, are you, cause I know we're doing mentee mentor. Do you have high level mentors that you still look up to that you you do high level masterminds and stuff like that? Good question. So not publicly, right. But we, we had a, a, a brunch thing in Dallas, Bosses and Brunch thing in Dallas this summer, which is really fun. And, and um, I guess I created it or I was one of the creators, but I also formed a group chat uh, where, where I have people, um, Xavier Miller, podcaster and crypto expert, um, Tay Tech, cybersecurity. He's like loaded. He has like a million dollars in stocks. He's 25, 26 years old. Wow. Uh, and, and a bunch of other probably about seven of us anthony harzog he's in there too so so we're, i'm in there with some millionaires so i'm <laughs> a few of them uh so that's about eight of us and we chat probably every day or every other day um it's not public it's not paid but we just buy it really well we actually just got along really well so that's that's one of my masterminds right there these great people then i got the one with y'all and I have a couple of, of other friends, but between, that's a lot for me right there, uh, talking to somebody. And you know what I like about this as well? Um, 
they're very they're very good people they're very family-centered people too i yeah. tend to usually work better with family-centered people um not exactly sure why but it, it, it tends to be who I attract. So, so I, I, I'm really thankful for their life experience, their business knowledge, and just their relationship and, and, and kids and marriage advice. Let me ask you this. Was that created as far as through the podcast? Were those all podcast guests? Oh, shoot. They were. They all were on my podcast. I was curious about this. I'm like, I, I've heard some of those names before. And I've seen, I think I've seen them on your podcast. So I'm wondering if your Eugene. podcast could have been the catalyst Henry, they are, they're on the pot. Yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, I can get my brain going now. So in Dallas, we, we, we took a picture and uh, and when the pictures, I said, all these guys were on my podcast, literally all the guys, and yeah, and we're all in the chat together. Yeah, podcast brings people together, man. And here's the thing about the in-person podcast. I didn't know this, right? People will fly in to do your podcast in different states. Yes. I was like, yo, you're going to come in? Like, okay cool let's do it and people were flying in i was like holy crap uh so yeah yeah podcasting bridges of relationships and friendships i'll give you an example of that uh ambrose so ambrose is in dallas and uh, he's been in the hive we met him on clubhouse and we just kind of known of him for a long time then of course he joins the hive mind you know a couple months after we launched and kind of been there since the beginning and of course he's a good friend like we see him all the time we've been hanging out with him for a whole year right online on social masterminding networking together um, helped him get one of his first deals. And then when we went to the, you know, we went up to Dallas and we did a, a podcast with him in person at his studio. I was like, man, this dude's doing big things. He has a beautiful studio called Dallas Wall Street, you know, where they do recording, they do podcasting. It's a beautiful place, man, like an industrial building that was like remodeled entirely. Um, and I didn't know oh. that about him, but just hanging out with him for a couple hours, podcasting. I felt, now I feel like he's my brother. So when I see him on, on, on you know, Clubhouse again, I'm like, dude, yeah, I hung this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, builds bridges, man. The power of podcasting. It does force friendships and relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're so right the about that. Best thing to us being all in the living room, freaking hanging out, talking. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Did you freeze up, Daniel? I I I think um so one of our other podcasts in the real estate, he does the same. I I'm, I don't know if I'm cutting out. Yeah, you're, you're, getting a little, you're getting a little slow. I think, I think you're good now. Okay, okay. So there's a, there's a big podcast called Real Estate Disruptors and Real Estate. And I think every podcast he's done has been filmed in person. And he had the same realization too, that people actually come in town. So I'm like, it's really, I have to move to Texas because we're both on different parts of the country. So it ain't going to work for us as far as doing <laughs> in-person podcasts. But the, the one we did do with Ambrose, it was the best experience I ever had. Like it was doing in-studio podcasting was top tier man that was a a different universe different man different energy your energy is better as the host and the co-host uh the guest energy is better so here's something that that y'all could do right so here's what i do um like once a month or once every six weeks or so i try to do like a bunch of them like in two days two or three Uh. days Right. So you go back to back to back, you stack it up, uh, try to do three to five a day for two or three days. And that's your content. So so that way you don't have to fly, worry about flying back and forth all the time. You just knock it out in two or three days. That's a great strategy. I could do that because, yeah, Daniel likes to do these more than I do, I guess. <laughs> hey, can you do one tomorrow? Hey, we got two on Wednesday. I'm like, no, do two, man, just one. But, and maybe we did four or five in a day. Right. And then we, we did you we just work all day and now you got all that content to crank up. Bingo, yep. Yeah, I, I schedule the podcast and sometimes you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I still, I still, um, I do a little bit of flip houses. And then, like I said, I'm shutting down my construction company. So mm. I have a lot of road time. Yeah. And I'm like, if I didn't have to be on camera, I could be on podcast from morning till night because I'm always on the road. So I'm like, I have mm. to, if I have to sit in front of my computer, like, wow, that's going to mm. take some work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I've been, I've been getting on them though, because we have to do video because video is the future. Hey, but now right. you found the hack, right? Nine o'clock at night. Do it in the evening. I'm a captive audience at night. Yes. And then I'll, plus I'll work late, man. Cause I don't set an alarm clock in the morning, right? I'm not mm. part of the 5 a.m. club. Like I get up like maybe 6 30, 7, maybe even as late as 8 o'clock. <laughs> 
but I'm down to work till midnight, one in the mm-hmm. morning, right? I'm a slave. Mm-hmm. We got more meetings, we, uh, you know, two you, in the morning, you bring it. it on, ready to kill. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's hunger. Yeah. So, and the funny thing is, is we both, we both work really well together because I'm the same way. Like I, I get up at noon Eastern. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> and you're grounded in the evening. Yeah. So like, yeah. like I don't do my first meeting till 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. So like, since I'm on the West Coast, like I'm starting at 10 a.m. That's it. Like, you Perfect. I told, I told my employees, like, I was like, uh, we're going to have a meeting, but it's after I wake up. So you guys better start working. <laughs> I and love it. We, we, I think I don't, I don't set any meetings till about like my first meetings about ten thirty or eleven and twelve mm. if I can help it. That way I can own my morning because sometimes I get up, I'll like meditate sometimes for as long as forty minutes, you know, spend a little bit of time, maybe read some Bible, sit still, and, be, and then I start scheduling in my day. That's like I don't, I don't want it. My morning is not for sale, right? That's how I take control of my day, and then after that, that I'm ready. That's something. That, that's something else that we all have in common. I don't do morning meetings either. Yeah, I don't do any more than meetings. No, like, uh, <laughs> no, it has to be something very critical. But yeah. uh, everything I try to do is after time wise on the calendar is after 11 a.m. Oh, I love that, dude. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 11. Yeah. yeah. After, after that. 11, yeah. Like yeah. I said, we'll go till midnight. We'll do a, a 13 hour podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at eight or nine in the morning, like, yeah, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go real slow. I'm going to sit with my wife while she drinks her coffee. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Talk about the day a little bit. Try not to grab my cell phone. Yeah. And then after that, like I said, then we'll slay. Now I'm ready. See, I I think it's funny, though, because like a lot of people are like, oh, you need to be a 5 a.m. person to be a successful entrepreneur. No, you don't. We're doing all right. You got to be focused when you are working. Yeah. It really depends on your work ethic. Yeah. But like sometimes us, man, we're like, hey, you know, we got a full day today. So we're just like meeting to meeting to phone call to interview to and just like it doesn't stop. Like there's no break. You know, maybe there's a lunch hour. Sometimes we're eating on a phone call. Like, I can hear me chewing. <laughs> so, yeah, we're ready to kill when we're killing. But other than that, like, yeah, no alarm clock since last December, man, of last year. And I feel like instead of depriving myself of sleep an hour or two hours of sleep per day, I feel like I'm actually gaining an hour of sleep each time because I'm like, I'm feeling more and more rested. I'm getting stronger in the gym, you know, so it's having some kind of positive benefit on my physical for sure. That's it. That's it. Focus. The, the key is the focus, not the... Uh... Not the 5 a.m. necessarily. It, it, what are you doing while you're working? Are you working while you're working? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think you have any you have final thoughts you want to add in? I think this, this is, this is fun. Man. This I, is dope. I, like I said, I really enjoy these conversations. Um, like, I, I feel like we could do this again. I feel like we have, we yeah, have let's do of, it. We have, a, we have a lot of synergy. We'll yeah. get you back on. Maybe, maybe um, like a co host. Maybe I can look a co host, a guest co host sometimes. That'd be fun. I, I got the gear. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, dude, we would love so, to hang out with you, man. Hey, yo, I got a question before we let you go, bud. It'd be a pleasure. Mm-hmm. What's up, brother? Who are your heroes in business? Like, who are like your top one or two people that you look up to Oof. in the business world that you feel like uh, they, they kind of get your blood pumping? Uh, it changes sometimes. Uh, I feel that, yeah, for sure. But but lately, I've been vibing with my man Anthony Harzog and his wife a lot. Okay. Uh, they have a budget. They 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 have a million dollars net worth. They're close to a million dollars net worth. They're worth in the mid thirties. They only own one pro- property, but mm-hmm. they they budget. They work well together. They're some IRA, some stock money, some four hundred one k, some savings, but they're disciplined as heck, and and they and they work very well as a team. So uh, shout out to Anthony and his wife. I, I they're definitely up there. Another one of my business heroes, um, my man Tim Jackson. He's actually in Dallas. Tim Jackson. Okay. He's a retired realtor and he's under forty. A uh, great wow. family man, city councilman, uh, working on a documentary. But but he was a top producing agent for years, years in that hot, uh, literally hot Dallas market, and he was able to to stop selling real estate now. now. Now, I think his wife is still running the company, but he's able to, he's doing speaking events with me and traveling all over the world and wow, uh, selling his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now those, well, these guys are my friends. So, so they're always up there, but those are the two guys I've been studying the most lately. Yeah, I, I think, I think it was, I, I'm just listening to who you said, but I feel like you, you know what you want. Cause you, you said you, you, we asked you in the beginning, cause you said you want a wife and kids and a family. And the people you resonate with most are family people. Yeah, I, I'm studying, man. Uh, one of the good things about getting life wrong is 
if you if you hold yourself accountable, you're able to say, "I am not going to do that again. I'm going to be better <laughs> and and different." And and, and I, I study experts. I study, and it's not always talking to them. I study yeah. what they do. Yeah. I study how they talk. I study how they walk and how they live. And I, we got to have a goal. I got to have a goalpost. I got to have a goalpost uh, to someone emulate. It's there. Why not use it? That's huge. That's huge. I think, man, that is huge. Set, set a goal and strive to that goal and find a person that's where you want to be and network with them. Go all in, man. They're out there. That's I'll tell you one, one little hack that I use, a trick that I use is I, I put on Elon Musk on YouTube mm. because this guy is not lacking doing world changing things. Like he's like actually creating the future. Like, oh, that doesn't exist Literally. yet. I'll just go ahead and start a company and whip some of that up real quick. <laughs> Right. He's launching a free internet for the whole entire planet by releasing satellites into space. Wow. So, yeah, he's just, a, I just listen to him and it makes me think like that's at these cosmic levels. Like no matter how big I was thinking, I was not thinking that. So, <laughs> he's really different, enjoy. man. He's I, different. I love that, man. Yeah, shoot for the stars. Man. Uh, I, I think we'll probably wrap this one up. We're getting close to that hour mark. You want to close this out, Daniel? No, I got one more thing. We're going to do it quick. Okay. What is your favorite quote, whether it's yours or somebody else's? Boom. Own or be owned. It's mine. Ooh, own or be owned. Love it. There you go. I need a shirt that says that. I got y'all next week. Um, text me y'all addresses and the sizes, and I'll send y'all some colors. Thank All you, right. man. Own we'll we'll rock some of your gear in our show, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Our show, because I'm going to be a guest host. Yeah, Let's dude. We would love that, dude. If, or if you would come on to one of the Hive calls and yeah, do, a, yeah. do a training or do a yeah, mindset thing, dude. Fun. Yeah, me casa es su casa, bro. My man. Hit me with, hit me with the vegan ribeye. That's all into the vegan ribeye, and I'm good. All right. Can you your stuff? What's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? Where can yeah. they find you? We're going to put links in the bio, but where can they find you? Cool. Uh, Andre Hatchet on Instagram. Um, great show, guys. This is fun. Uh, Andre Hatchet on Instagram. Follow me there. Andre C. Hatchet, the website, the Hatchetway podcast on YouTube, and I'll see y'all in the hive. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for hanging Appreciate out with you. us, man. Good to Thanks, see you guys. again. Appreciate Peace. you. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number1listguys.com.